Hey, everyone. Welcome to my show. I'm Tiffany Blackman. This is so my so-called fabulous. Hey, how are you doing out there, everyone? Are you happy? Are you safe? You're being fabulous, I bet. So in all the things that we talk about, I am so excited to talk about this today because guess what? I am a color lover and an art lover. If you've seen me on Instagram, you see my home is full of color. And it's interesting because some people are just not color people. Like they don't love a lot of color. Well, that's not me and that's not my guest today. And everyone welcome. You've seen her. You've heard her. You've heard me talk about her. Alana of Alana K Art. Welcome. Hey, Tiffany. Thanks for having me on. Oh my goodness. It's so good to see you. Yeah. In person. In person. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So we were meeting. Oh, it was cold. Was it February? That's right. Oh, yeah. Right before. Yeah. Right before shutdown. So we met um, because... That's right, because our my daughter, Kennedy, and myself is an Alpha Chi Omega at mm-hmm. TCU, mm-hmm. and Kennedy and I were nominated to be the junior class mother-daughter models. So cute. Oh, my goodness. Are you <laughs> kidding? So the February, um, the the fashion show at the Hilton was unbelievable, and I and actually, the girls were on last week. They told me they raised over $150,000 for amazing. the women's shelter. I know. Is that yeah. something? So... Explain to us how I and my daughter got to wear these few beautiful clothing. And actually, you have on one that I, I have one Do. too. Okay. I have one of my dresses on today. So um, I got involved with that fashion show because my intern, then intern, I still call Alexia my intern, mm-hmm. although I haven't seen her or put her to work since before spring break because she had she hasn't been back. She's back now, but you know, I'm letting her settle in. Uh, so she, um, is in the same sorority as your daughter. And she was, I think she was working on the fashion show and she was like, Hey, we want your brand in there. And we're doing this mother daughter thing. I'm like, great. Well, let me know who it is and let's put some stuff on them. And you guys, I hear you guys stole the show. I don't know. I wasn't there, We did, (laughs) but I can imagine that my stuff was the brightest, um, thing to walk down the runway. Uh, and so that's how I got involved. And then from there, you and I just had, I think we went to, uh, have a little meeting, um, a week or so later, maybe. And we had all these ideas we were dreaming up. Right. Um, Yes. And that was right before shutdown. But anyways, that's how we, that's how we met. Yeah. So we, um, so Kennedy and I got to go to your home, which is also your showroom and headquarters, your, like everything, I mean, everything. So mm-hmm. everyone, let me explain to you. So if you're on YouTube, you see all her, not all, a few of her fabulous things. So Alana has on her dress, her wrap dress, which, okay. I was telling you when I came to your home, I can't really wear a wrap dress. It yeah. never works out for me. It works out for me. Yes. I mean, how I don't know how you did that, but the design is fabulous, and I want to talk about that. But you have so many items on your website. You have just exploded in in, in the consumer's view, mm-hmm. but um, you're an artist. You are um, you are an entrepreneur. You're a mom, and you have Alana K Art. And there's so many things to talk about, but I have to. Y'all, I have to laugh real fast because I have all these notes in front of me and you'll see on my stories. Beautifully typed out. Oh, oh my goodness. She's We've super gotten, prepared. I am so prepared. So I walk in and guess what happened? I spilled an entire bottle of smart water. 
in my bag, my Valentino bag. Sorry, I had to say it. So we're going to air dry that out. But then all my notes, thank goodness I know you and I've gone over this, but I just have to give you that there's things behind the scenes. It's not always perfect. Of course, It's not not always fabulous. No, it's not always (laughs) fabulous. You know what? That should be the name of my show. It's not always fabulous, but today it is. So, okay. So tell us about your business. I mean, I just... Yeah, I'm so fascinated by you. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of can go through like the different parts of my home, which is now headquarters. Uh, and everything really does start with art. So that's what makes me different. That's why I say I'm an artist and a designer because. I create original abstract resin paintings. Oftentimes they're very large. I've done up to uh, seven foot by six foot. And um, my art studio is in my home. And uh, I, I start with it that way. And then I capture digitally. So I take pictures of all of my artwork. And once I started doing that, you know, when I first started, I just did it as a DIY. Uh, I was wanting to do a tabletop. I wanted it to be different and beautiful and colorful and didn't like any of the, you know, traditional finishes I was seeing. And so I came across resin and I was like, oh, I've never seen it, heard of it, touched it, used it, but I can totally do that. What is resin? Tell us what that is. Yeah. So this is the one thing she told me she was going to ask. And <laughs> okay, here's what I'll say about resin. Because I didn't know what it was before I started using it, um, I, I found a YouTube video and that is how I, and then I Googled resin and kind of found some brands, different brands of resin. And there was a brand at Michael's, because that's my like arts and crafts mm-hmm. go-to store called Art Resin. And resin is, um, it's technically, hold on, let me read you. Yeah, the definition. I'm going to read you the definition because I'm not going to tell you the right way. (laughs) Because Um, somebody will correct us. (laughs) Yeah. And so, okay, resin, a sticky, flammable, organic substance, insoluble in water, exuded by some trees and other plants, compare with gum. Hmm. So I buy it in bulk. And I buy it now. I wasn't in the beginning, but I buy it in bulk and it comes, it's two parts. And so there's resin in the hardener and you have to mix it together and it's clear. So there's no color in it when I begin. And um, a lot of people use resin as just a um, clear layer that they put on top of their art or whatever. You know, some people use it on tabletops, countertops, whatever, but I actually use it as the main thing that I am pouring with. I, I mix the two things together, 50-50, a chemical reaction begins to occur. And honestly, I only have about 90 minutes from the time I mix it up to the time that I have to say, okay, I, I can't do any more with this batch of resin, so I've got to walk away. Um, and so I tint the resin with acrylic paint. And um, I think what's important for people to know is that because of that, number one, it's more expensive. So resin is one of the most expensive mediums that you can use. And um, my husband laughs at that because everything I like is the most expensive thing. (laughs) Gosh, your name's Alana, not Tiffany. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so then I, um, so it starts with the art and then I capture it digitally. I take photos of everything. And, and once I started doing that, the reason why I started doing that was uh, to make a website. I was like, oh, if I'm going to start doing paintings for people, how are they going to find me? They, I need a website. And so that's why the brand name is Alana K Art, because I was just going to do paintings in the beginning. And But when I started photographing all the different paintings I was doing, I saw fabric in those um pictures. And I was like, 
these are prints that no one else has. How in the world can I turn them into something I can wear? And that's how the whole product side started. And I had my first product done three months after I, three or four months after I poured my first resin piece. And that was three years ago, right? Three years ago. Wow. Okay. So Alana, were you working? I know you were, you were corporate, you were in corporate merchandising and buying, right? Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. my analyst. Mm -hmm. So were you working at the time? No, No. actually I was a stay at home mom and I had been for a while. So that means William would have been seven Mm -hmm. when this started. Uh, and I didn't like being a stay at home mom. Yeah. And, um, and I really wanted something for me, something that I could create and something I could do. I've always been really creative. Uh, so it's not surprising, honestly, that it, there is an art component to it. I never thought I would be doing what I'm doing today though. Wow. Honestly, uh, I always have taken anything I buy, uh, and I've tweaked it. I've, you know, tightened something, put a different belt around it, um, cut something off of it, added a stitch, added a button, whatever. But I've never, I mean, my grandma tried to teach me to sew. I cannot sew. I don't have patience for that. Right. So I'm the designer. I do not manufacture my um, products. You do not. Mm -mm. No, I have, I think I have 20 20 manufacturers in three different countries, four different countries. So when you and I met after the the fashion show, um, we were talking about collaborating and I really would like to do a product. I really would love, and I I still, I still, and you know, it's good that the silver lining with COVID is we were, we can step back and take a look and absorb it all. But um, how did you, I mean, okay, so you have your beautiful resin Mm -hmm. and then you see the fabric. So the vision, you have to have the vision for what you're trying to accomplish, right? Yes. And it was extremely overwhelming because even though my background was in merchandising, buying, um, inventory analysis, that kind of thing, I didn't have the connections to the manufacturers. You know, I think some people think that is the case, but I didn't. I've had to hunt down every single one through the internet, word of mouth, um, and trial and error. Right. So I've, I've engaged probably another 20 manufacturers on top of the ones I currently use, um, that never panned out. And so that's all it's expensive and it's timely. And I stay up late and I get up early to talk to people in different time zones. And, um, but I love it. I would say, you know, product, the product development and design side is probably my true love. Right. And I didn't know that really. Right. Because you find yourself too, yeah, right? Yeah. So you, let's back up. So you actually did the first resin, which is your desk. Yeah. Is that still correct? It. Yeah. And, and you, and, and that, the story behind your desk of how you started and how it ended, do you ever look at that piece of furniture? I mean, that's just memories. I would tear up at looking at that furniture, right? Because yeah. that was the beginning. Yeah. Uh, that was a really interesting time period because I think, you know, I was searching for so long for what that thing was. And I'm not going to say I had given up, but I definitely was um, to a place where I was like, Oh, you know, it's going to come, but it's not your time right now. Kind of a thing. Right. And, um, so I feel like I was primed and ready for whatever the thing was, which was good. Right. I was listening. I was looking, I was following paths. Um, and, and, And I also had friends and support system at the time that 
also, I think, knew that I needed that next thing and I, I was looking for that next thing. So when I did do the table, I remember putting it on social media and my best friend Katie in Dallas, she was like, I think she texted me. She's like, um, that's amazing. Wow. Can you do a painting? I want a painting. I'm like, uh, sure. I don't know. Not sure, but yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> you know, and I didn't know, I didn't know how much to charge anyone in the beginning. I didn't know any of that. I mean, you would have thought that I'd have done the math and like figured it out, but no, I was just, you know, having Wayne, fun and yeah. yeah, figuring it out and mm -hmm. learning along the way. So, um, and then, you know, I had my in-laws also at the time, I think it was about, I love this story. This is a story that actually makes me tear up most is, um, I think it was three weeks or four weeks after I'd poured the table and I had done the three paintings. I did badass warrior and escaping the storm. So those were the very first three paintings I had done. And, um, after that I took my, um, yearly week long trip with my son to go visit my in-laws. And, you know, people are always like, what you go to your in-laws without your husband. I'm like, yeah, I have a yeah. good time there mm -hmm. and I like them. <laughs> Yes. So I went and we were sitting out on the porch one night and, um, they were kind of asking me, well, like, what's next with this? Like, this is cool. Like, we didn't even know you could do this. And I said, well, I don't know, you know, resin's really expensive and you know, your son's kind of cheap. And he's looking at me <laughs> like, why are you spending $500 a pop on resin? What are you doing with this? And my father-in-law looked at me and he goes, well, how much money do you think you need? I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, $5,000? He goes, okay. Oh my goodness. And he wrote me a $5,000 check. What a gift. And that was like the first, you know, investment that I got. He's your investor. Yeah. He was my first investor. And, and so, yeah, so he's the one actually that's battling cancer right now. Right, so right. I love telling that story. Right. Oh my goodness. And mm -hmm. that probably was your even more incentive. Yeah. You had an investor. Yeah, absolutely. What, what did your husband say? I think he looked at it like, okay, can I have some of that? <laughs> like, I, and I, I remember looking at him like, none of this is for you. Right. Okay. This right. is mine. And I'm going to go buy supplies. This isn't grocery. Stay out of this. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. So do you still get your acrylics and your resin from Michael's? No. No. Well, actually, I, sh I shouldn't say no. Um, I do buy some paints from there. And it's usually because I didn't plan. Um, I do like to order my paints online because um, I can get some better pricing if I think ahead. But like right now, I'm out of hot pink. I need, I mean, that's in so many of my things. And if somebody called me tomorrow and was like, hey, I need a painting and whatever. Sometimes the timing just doesn't work out and I've got to run in and grab some paint. Sure. Right. Um, but I don't buy my resin there anymore because I go straight to the manufacturer of the resin and I buy it in bulk so that I can get better pricing because I use so much of it. Um, I mean, one of my big paintings can have 10 to 12 gallons oh of resin. Gosh. Yeah. It's a lot. Okay. I've watched, if you go to, to your Instagram, you do have, yeah. have different uh, videos of you yeah. actually pouring. Yeah. And on YouTube as well. YouTube. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Tell, talk me through this and talk that my community through this. Can you reuse the, okay, so it's dripping off the table. Right. What is the platform? Like, what is your foundation? So, sense? yeah, it it's one? a wood panel. Okay. So if you think about an artist who's painting, you're probably thinking about watercolor or um, somebody who's doing acrylic or something on canvas. Um, and in the beginning, I did pour on canvas because that's actually what I had laying around my house. 
surprisingly, I had canvases laying around my house, but, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I was creative. Right, so right. I was always doing something. Uh, but you know, the canvas, because resin's really heavy, canvas dips, it, it dips and sinks down in the middle and it creates pooling. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, in a couple of my paintings that worked in my favor. However, um, over time, it just didn't work and wasn't producing the results I wanted. And so I switched over to a uh, wood panel. And so I can either buy the, those ready-made or I have a guy in Fort Worth um, that makes some of my more custom sizes, larger sizes for me. But I usually have a, they're usually two inches uh, deep. So they'll stick off the wall two inches. You'll have that two inch border. And so you don't have to frame because when you pour, it all runs off the sides. And so it creates another beautiful thing to look at around the edge. Um, of all these colors that are dripping off of your artwork. And so then it drips onto the floor. I have, um, I have taken over both of our guest rooms. One of them is my art studio oh my and one of them is my office slash warehouse where I keep inventory. And in the studio, the floor is always covered with tarps. We keep, we try to keep like two to three layers of tarps down. Um, I'd like to say that that has 100% protected my wood floor. However, yeah. mm -mm. it hasn't mm -mm. because there, you know, a little nick or a little hole in, in your final layer of tarp and then it just seeps through and there it is on your wood. And it's another painting <laughs> on your floor. Yeah. So can you reuse? No. What no. What goes so away goes away. It, um, what I started doing, because in the beginning it's dripping off and you're looking at it and it's also creating beautiful, you know, design and formation. And I had some friends at the time who were like, give me that. I want to try to make something out of it. I'm like, you go for it because <laughs> that it gets hard. So in the first like 12 hours, I would say you could bend it. You can touch it. It's not going to be sticky, but you could bend it. So that's actually the best time for me to like pick up my tarps and fold things up and get them out. If I wait by 72 hours, the resin is completely hardened and it's like, it can cut you. Um, it's that hard. And if there's a sharp edge, it will cut you. Wow. And so, um, you know, that's really difficult to try to cut something out of it into a shape or, so what I started doing was I got silicone molds and I put them underneath the drips. So now I can at least catch some of that. And that's how I get my art pops or coasters. Yes. And those are like snowflakes, right? Like I can't, um, no two of those look alike. Exactly. Um, but it is a good way to reuse whatever's coming off. And, um, so I love that repurpose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. If you're on YouTube, which I hope you are, if you're not hop over there because you can see a few of these things. So I have been so blessed to know this woman and she, um, so many things on my Instagram, we did the beach towels and mm -hmm. beautiful, beautiful, but we have, um, this, amazing scarf and it's the same yes. it's the same color mm -hmm. is that right it's the same artwork as my dress as your dress so mm -hmm. the this is the name of it is starlight okay starlight this is my this is my cabo people this is my cabo um she has done you've done trays and this beautiful scarf your dress unbelievable. So this was a painting. Yeah. Once upon a time. Yeah. Actually that painting's still available. Is it? It's hanging in uh, my showroom space at Dallas Market Center. You're kidding. No, I forgot about that. Size? Uh, 40 by 30. Oh man, gotta get that to Mexico. Okay. So t then, okay. So these earrings, okay. I have to say this earring. Okay. I don't know if you can see this or not. It's, it's tiny, but it's okay. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but this earring, this shape. Okay. Everybody it's my with me. peak. It's called peak. It's my peak earring. And that's desert flame is the artwork. 
is my favorite one. It works well with my face. I mean, I've tried, yeah. I have, I have all of them, but not your new ones, but, but how is this? Because it looks like a, a piece of acrylic. Yeah. Okay. So what happens when you capture the artwork digitally, right? You then have a file. It's ah. just like if a graphic designer created a fabric file, which that's how a lot of companies do their prints, right? They create a, a pattern, a print or whatever. They have a graphic designer create it digitally and then they use that to print their fabric. And so I'm capturing a true handmade artwork um, via photo. Wow. And then it's just, I've got to find the right manufacturers because not all of them can print it um, in the way that you want. And so it's really important a few things are really important to me in the design side. One of the things is, is that the artwork still looks like the original artwork. I mean, you can take and distort artwork once it's a photograph and turn, I could turn this into, you know, all hot pink and neon and not have any red, you know, like you can tweak it in Mm -hmm. when you're editing. And I, it's really important to me that that doesn't happen. And so that's number one. And then number two, um, design, like, the shapes of things that I'm putting it on and the layout of that artwork. So you, you can take this dress Mm -hmm. and if you turned the lines of this artwork the wrong way, it would not be flattering. And so, you know, sometimes I'll let the man, the manufacturer try to lay out the artwork and then they create something. I'm like, no, no. that's not going to work. <laughs> Here's not why. Your job. <laughs> and it's like, but, but you know, you assume that these people, because they manufacture clothing or whatever, that they would understand that the lines should run the length of the body to elongate the body. But they don't think about that, I guess. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for you to tell them exactly what to do. Oh, right. uh, and so that is what I have to pay attention to, right? Like I have to like, where, where are the lines hitting you? Is it drawing negative attention to the wrong part of your body that you don't want? Um, and so that, that has been frustrating yet also really, really rewarding because when I nail a design, I'm like, <gasps> got it. Like, I don't know if you're a caftan lady, you don't mm-hmm. strike me as a caftan lady, but if you are, I have some coming. You do. Oh my gosh. I had the samples here last week for two days and I had to send them back and I was able to photograph them, but they feel so good because fabric's also really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my silk scarves are hundred percent silk chiffon. Um, it feels amazing. Um, same with everything, right? Like my masks, I was talking to a mom today, actually, she was texting me. I gave all of William's classmates a mask because some of um, his classmates are going in person. And then, um, there's a few that are virtual. So William looked out in the audience this last week, you know, while he was on virtual and he was like, mom, all their masks are super boring. I can't look at them like that. Oh no, <laughs> you're so, yeah. I love it. And oh so I uh, gave everyone a mask. And, um, so I got this sweet text from one of the moms today and she goes, Alana, my son loves your mask the best mm-hmm. because he said it feels the best of all the ones that he's put on. And so I just love hearing that because that is important to me, not only that it looks good, but that it feels good. And so, you know, like the new earrings, they're my most heavy earring. And so I thought about that, like not everyone's going to want a post back that's going to weigh down that earring hole. Mm -hmm. So I did a clip on too. And those are actually the ones that I wear the most because it's an option, right? Exactly. So that's, that's sort of the 
stuff I look at on the design side. And we have, and here's the mask. All right. Here's the mask. I love this. This one. I yeah. That's color. my favorite. That's supernova, uh, but I have supernova. seven colors. Yes. And I have all seven. <laughs> I mean, this, we love this. Mask. Kennedy loves this mask um, because it feels good. She said it feels good. And this wire on the top and I've washed, mm -hmm. I've, I've done a, a YouTube on washing them, but your masks are incredible. And she ran out for a minute. And I, I was did, but so I, nervous. I currently have some. I was looking today and I was like, oh, am I to the point I need to order more? I don't right. know. I mean, um, you know, because at any day a store could call and say, I want 400 masks or whatever. And you, so I'm just like balancing that, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so your mask... Take me back to when I met you in February. We weren't thinking about masks. No, we wouldn't wear masks. No. I mean, that was Halloween. Right. Okay. So, what, how did, of course, we need masks. Okay. Sure. So, what was that? Did you wake up in the middle of the night and went, that's it? That's it. So, I was a little bit of a holdout on the masks. I'm not going to lie. And the reason was, is because, you know, as a young brand, uh, w one of the things that you can kill yourself with is going into too many products, right. And going into the wrong products, because every time you go into a new product, believe it or not, there's a ton of product development costs that goes into that. And because it's my original artwork that I want printed on everything, that's an extra fee for every single colorway that I do. And so I think that's another thing that people don't understand. I'm not just going to the manufacturer and saying, show me the fabrics you have because they would love to do that and sell it to me at whatever price. But I have to pay a premium because I'm printing my artwork onto the different products. So when we're sitting there and, and I was like, oh, Corona shut down. Okay. Maybe people will be at home shopping. That was my thought. Well, then nobody was shopping because everyone's like, Am I going to lose my job? Mm -hmm. um, you know, what's going to happen? And so everybody was being really conservative. And um, there was about two months, I would say, um, the, you know, half of March, all of April, and probably like the first week into the second week of May before things started picking up. And so during that time, I was like, what am I going to do? I mean, I even had painting clients that I was set to, you know, go to their house and see the space and like do the thing. And they pulled back and I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do to like keep going and keep working? And, um, product design. I mean, that's what I can do. I have the artwork files. I have the relationships. I have the time currently. I didn't necessarily have the money. I didn't, uh, but it was something I knew I needed to do. So the first thing I did was go into masks and, um, that was, you know, trial and error as well. But I'm so happy with the manufacturer. I found the fabrics that they use, all of the different features of it. I love that. Well, that sort of fueled my fire because then they were a success. And, um, you know, and, and at the same time I was working on a couple other things, but I have literally created I mean, you, you don't even know about some of them. Mm -hmm. Um, they're coming in the next couple of weeks, but I think I've created eight, eight new products. Um, wow. so I've got masks, I've got hands-free door openers, which if you don't know what that is, it's like a little hook that you keep on your key ring and you can push buttons like in the elevator, grab door handles and open the door just so you don't have to touch things as much. And then I went into, um, my blouses finally arrived. I mean, that had been in production for a while. Yay. <laughs> yeah. But they're really great that, you know, like, especially they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so they can take you to that zoom meeting or to the grocery store, you know, um, and then 
I also went into, um, I was working on my caftan. I finally found um, a new leggings manufacturer. And that is something I had been looking for pretty much since the beginning because leggings was my first product. And I didn't love the manufacturer I had. It was attainable for me. It was something I could do, but I didn't have a lot of freedom in the design and the fit of the the leggings. And so that bothered me um, because there were things I wanted to change. And so I finally found uh, my company. Um, They're out of Columbia and I love, love what they have done. And so I'm sold out of them right now, but um, they do my bra tops and the leggings. I have another order coming in the next few weeks. And then um, the caftans. Uh, and then also I did puzzles. So I you can, saw that. yeah. So I think my puzzle boxes are arriving today. The actual puzzles, see two different manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So the puzzles arrived last week and now I'm waiting for the boxes and then I can plop them in and they're Packaging. ready to go. Yeah packaging. It's super important to me. Oh gosh. And it's expensive too. It is. And you know, that's why a lot of companies don't do it. Mm -hmm. However, when you buy an oversized silk scarf from me, it's going to come in a beautiful Atlanta K art box so that you can keep it or gift it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so all of those details, but yeah, I've been working my tail off. Like I'm tired. (laughs) I am tired. Like people have been talking about their resting during coronavirus shutdown. I'm like, what are you, what is this rest you're talking about? No. No. Yeah. You know, and when I met with you, I, I, my business is so new as well. Year and a half, six, oh gosh, we're eight months on the podcast, but, but it's true. I mean, it's just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. We were shut down. Um, but no, it's, we've been busy and trying to think of new and innovative yeah. ways to make you, our followers and our listeners happy. That's right. Okay. So look at this fun piece. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I asked her, I asked Alana, I asked her today, I said, hey, I want one of those. I want it for my hair. It's a scarf. So a little scarf, right? Yeah. So it's, I call it a twilly or a wrist scarf. If you see this on. Yeah. And so what I love about this is, yes, you can put it in your hair. I have one on my handbag. You can tie it on the handle of a handbag. Um, some people are putting it around their hats as like a colorful hat band um, on their neck. I had one person add a jewel, like a, a family, like big jewel to it and like wore it around their neck. But I sell um, Apple Watch connectors with it if you want it. And I wear mine like this. I do it with um, as the Apple Watch band. It's so fabulous. I can't stand it. I can't look at this, Kennedy. You're you're not getting this. My daughter will want this (laughs) for sure. She is going to want it. I love this so much in this fabulous pattern. So many ideas. So I I caught your sale. Yes. And I got art blocks and um, the tray. Yeah. I mean, are you just, I mean, what did you, you didn't have that when I met you in February, did you? Um, I think I had just gotten my new trays not long before that. And so I had my old trays, but again, they were, um, not as good a quality as I currently have. And so that's always something I'm looking for. Right. And it comes down to, it's the same manufacturer of my original trays, but it was just, um, telling them more of what I wanted. Right. Right. So all those lessons I've been learning. Communicating. So you told me, um, because we, when we were visiting about, I wanted a custom piece. I really wanted to design the color for my brand and, um, you were coming over and then we shut down. Yeah. So, but you told me, um, 
if I'm not mistaken, you have a pattern maker, I mean, for your, your yes. clothing line? So um, I do have someone that I've used. Um, I haven't used her for everything, but if I'm struggling to communicate properly with some of my manufacturers, I have someone in Dallas that I found last year that um, she's actually a seamstress, but she's a former pattern pattern maker for a women's uh, manufacturing plant. And um she's amazing. And so she designed the pattern for my blouses Mm. and, uh, you know, she's worked on a couple other things for me. Uh, and so, yeah, those are other things that like, if I can't, sometimes I just need people to take what I'm thinking, uh, that, that I don't know how to do and turn it into what I'm looking for. right? Right. And so I'm not a pattern maker. And so, but if I go have a conversation with her, she's like, oh yeah, I got it. And she can draw it up and she can make it. Because that's her talent. Yeah. And then we can send it to the manufacturer and it cuts off some communication time. Oh, gotcha. And now your manufacturers, were any of the manufacturers from China at all? Yes. So several are China. I had um, one in the U.S., two in Canada, and now one in Colombia. And uh, yeah, so I struggled and still struggle. You know, China is still backed up. I've had um, numerous issues with shipping um, out of there because they're just backed up. And specifically on masks, like one of the reasons why I was so um, behind on one of my orders getting it here was because they have to they go through a different inspection because they're masks. And so they're like, my, my, my manufacturing contact was like, no, like we sent it there a week ago, but they're literally like all lined up and they're trying to get through all of the boxes and check them all. And I'm like, gosh, you know? And so, you know, I think one thing that's been a real positive uh, for me in, in coronavirus is that number one, I've had to pivot and I've had to come up with these new products. And I think it's things that, you know, speaks to a lot of different people, which I love, but also some of these big brands, they're also having the same issues with shipping and back ordered items that I'm having. And so I feel better, right? It's not like, oh, you're a small brand, so you're not getting paid attention to. No, I still have a pair of leopard print tennis shoes on order with J. Crew that I ordered like two months ago that are not to me. Still not there. And it's not their fault. Right. It's the manufacturer's fault. Mm-hmm. And so I'm dealing with the same issues that the big guys are dealing with. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, everything, everything. Now your mask, I I went through this when in, and you and I were communicating. I wanted to, um, because I've given these yeah. away and I wear them so much, but there's a filter. Yeah. There. So what's great about my masks are several things. It's three layer. And so the outer layer is where the art is actually printed and that fabric's super soft. Uh, it feels really good. And then um, the inner layer, again, different fabric than the outside, but it's also very soft. But then there's a pocket uh, that you um, can put in the removable filter. And I do include a, a filter with each one of the masks. And then there's a metal nose piece um, in the hem at the top. And then the ear loops are adjustable. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So they fit kiddos. Like my son wears these masks. He's 10 and Liz, her daughters wear them. And I think her youngest one's four. So, you know, kids of all ages are putting them on and liking them too. Well, Greg loves it when I wear mine out because his face is so big. Yeah. So big. He he takes the loops off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... He doesn't, he wears the purple one. Oh, nice. I was wondering, <laughs> do you only have one of the purple? Cause you guys are we're serious. Yeah. yeah. You're very serious. And we're going to games. So okay, I you're going to need more purple masks. Oh yeah. We've got the whole black <laughs> one. Crew, so yes, we need purple masks. Yeah. But yes, I mean, I'm crazy about the mask. Obviously I'm crazy about everything. So, um, 
Let's talk about something when we met in February, you were not doing this. And I didn't understand because it took me forever um, to get accepted to like to know. So that reward style and what a difference. And I wore my my blouse, the bubble blouse mm-hmm. of yours, um, to the to the reward stall conference yeah. virtually. Virtually, yeah. Last week, oh my goodness, my computer was just we were blowing up with. Oh my gosh, what is the math? I mean, yeah. what is the the mm, the top. blouse? Yeah, yeah. and um, so. I have been accepted finally. Yeah. And you, it took you, so reward style is, explain to us what the process for you as a vendor to get there. I'm an influencer and I can yeah. get on there and sell and you see, and you can like it and go and purchase, but you're yeah. on there. Yeah. So I'm finally on oh, there. Gosh. It's so exciting. Actually, uh, in the very beginning, I think when I just had leggings and my skirt, I was working with uh, an influencer, Senior Style Bible. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that she's still super active, would like to know it. But um, she she was asking me, she was like, hey, I, you know, I want to be able to tag you in my posts and um, send people through there to buy your stuff. I'm like, okay, sure. What do I need to do? And I tried to get approved back then, but I wasn't... I guess I didn't have what they were looking for, right? And so I was like, oh, okay, oh, well. But through um, coronavirus, I've actually met several other influencers or gotten to know better some influencers who are on it. And they were like, let me refer you. Let me like say that I want you to be on it and let's see if you can do it now. And I did. So I finally got on there. But that's also like I had to go set up you know, stuff that has to link back to my website. And like, like I can't just sign up with like to know it. I've got to sign up with a third party processing people. And like, it's sort of like a a big thing. Yeah, it is. And so got that done, had time to do that. <laughs> Check. Um, and so, yeah, I love when you guys tag through there. Cause honestly, it's easier for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that that means other people along the way are getting a cut too, but I don't care. Right. Like I just like ease. I like it easy for my influencers. I like it easy for me to pay you right. um, exactly. and to, you know, spiff you for what you're doing for me. Mm-hmm. And so I love that. Like anybody out there listening that wants to tag me and work with me in that platform, let me know. Let a girl know. Yeah. So, okay. So buyer and inventory analyst for a a large corporate company, retailer. So how much since you were working has things changed? There's certainly, I'm assuming there wasn't influencers like there are now. How much are influencers, we as influencers, making an impact on your business and all business, be fashion, homes, I mean, yeah. So how old was I when I was that in uh, inventory analyst? Let's see. I was fresh out of college, <laughs> which means I was somewhere 23 to 25, 26 when I was there. And, um, it was a completely different world. Number one, it's super corporate. And so there's, you know, lots of red tape, which I don't really like red tape, um, which is why I didn't last very long um, and why I should work for myself. Exactly. But um, it was different. Uh, You know, internet shopping back then, you know, that was a long time ago. It it was a thing, but it wasn't as big of a thing as it is today. And so, um, and I don't, you know, back then it was all about you were still going to stores to buy things or you were going to stores to at least see things, to see the new stuff. And so for the company I was working at, it was really about what big name brand are they getting to do a label for them? So one of the brands I bought was 
a big name. It was Nicole Miller, but it was not Nicole Miller brand. It was that brand for the company I worked for. And so, um, you know, that was the thing back then, like what, you know, all the different retailers had their big name brands that they were putting in their stores. And so that was the, the precursor, I think, to the influencer side. Right. And so now it's all about creating something amazing and getting it on the right people. And, um, that has been very powerful for my brand because I wouldn't be able to get the eyeballs, you know, that I need. And I still need so many more, um, but I wouldn't be able to do it all by myself. And so I think influencers are important and, um, you know, people are, they're feeling drawn and connected to different people that they follow. And I think that's a great thing. I mean, people need, to streamline their lives. And if they have five influencers that they follow for everything in their wardrobe or everything in their kitchen or whatever it is, great. It means that they can just focus on that, take their recommendation and move on about their day. And so I love that. And it's all about trust too. Yeah. Is that building my community to trust. Mm -hmm. And um, if I say I'm using a La Creuset casserole dish, you know, I wrote a casserole book. Mm Mm-hmm. If I say it's that, that's what it's supposed to, you know what I mean? It's just interesting to see. So I'm now seeing a different side. Like I better know what I'm talking about. Right. I mean, and, and, and truly if you are an influencer and a follower to trust, I get it. I mean, I 1000% get it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. you're on reward style. I know. I know. Check. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. Okay. So, um, Back when we started, so we were in Cabo second week of March for, with my girls and we did all those, oh my goodness, all my beautiful photos with with, mm-hmm. with your some of your beautiful items. And uh, we came back second week of March and you started because you were not going to get in that mental rut. You were yeah. going to, because we weren't dressing up. Right. My beautiful shoes. And I've never, you know, I mean, where are we? I know. I have some pretty shoes that yeah. I put them on though once a week. Once a week. So you started Fancy Friday. Yeah. So the reason why I started that is exactly what you're saying. I got into a little bit of a, you know, rut the first couple of weeks. And I was like, oh, is this all there is? Like, who knows how long we're going to be doing this? And I have clothes and makeup and shoes and my mood is not good. So I need to be wearing all that stuff. I need to be fixing myself up if for no one else, but for me. And then I realized, oh, hey, some other people might need that too, especially the people who are following my brand because my brand is bright, it's fun, it's joyful. And honestly, I think that's why people buy my stuff because they want a mood boost, right? You're going to now look down at your wrist anytime you wear this, you're like, ah, the rest of my outfit is boring, but this is amazing. You know, like it's just that little thing that's going to bring joy to your day. And, um, So yeah, I was actually talking to Liz, you know, because I I had this feeling and I still have this feeling that retail in general is archaic in the way that they do things, right? And it needs to be more and more and more virtual. And although social media is a thing, you know, how can we really, if people are not going to stores, if they can't actually touch your product and me as an artist, if they can't you know, go to some gallery show and meet you and and get to know you and see if they want to buy a painting from you. How are you going to do that virtually? And so that is how Fancy Friday started. It's how it has continued. And the goal of that is, you know, and I don't just talk about 
my brand, I bring on people like you and I bring on, you know, we did a back to school thing a couple of weeks ago where I brought on a teacher and, um, a mom of four. And, and so I do try to talk about current issues, um, and, and bring things that are relevant, but at the same time, like, you know, I want to know from everyone how color affects their lives and how they use it in their homes and their wardrobe and, you know, all of that. So fancy Friday is a lot of fun. It's, um, meant to be lighthearted. And so if you're looking to me for, you know, why isn't she making a serious stand on who she's voting for this year or something like that, that is not what you're going to get right. with my brand or fancy Friday. Right. Well, and you also, I, I read in your blog when you were talking about Fancy Friday that you're learning f- from people that are withholding their wisdom. Yeah. And I find that a lot with men and women yeah. that are withholding their wisdom yeah. um, and not sharing yeah. what they do. And, and, and I've, when I was talking with you when we did Fancy Friday, um, towards the beginning, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, oh my gosh. Were you on the disaster day when my internet didn't work? Sam and I. Yes. And, oh, yes. I mean, and that's another technology. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we but, got the best internet now. Like, after that, I was like, you better fix this. Like, I look at my husband. I'm like, why don't we have the best internet? I can't tell everyone what happened. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was so terrible. I don't remember what week that was. Um, it was pretty early in pretty Fancy three. Friday. I think it was two or three. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was so stoked because back then I was trying to do like quick snippets of like two to four guests. And I was so stoked because I had some big people. I had you. I had Style of Sam. I think I had Tony, Tony. Green. Um, and I was like, yes, this is going to be an amazing show. So I prep. I do the same thing I had done the two weeks prior or whatever. And I'm sitting in my front room and we start. And it's like glitching out and stopping and pausing. And I was like, okay, no problem. We'll just get back on. And we tried it and couldn't work. And that continued with all of the guests. So ultimately it was a fail of a fancy Friday. And I, I, I literally walked away from that. So like beaten. Did worry. Oh, yeah. Imagine I, I, because I guess I, I had all three of you on some Mm -hmm. giant pedestal and I was like, look what I've done. I got them all in one show. And then I went and like poured myself a glass of wine and sat outside and cried for like, I don't know how long was by myself. I was like, I don't even want to talk to you right now. Like y'all have ruined this. I know it's, I was like, you and William were on the internet. You you were stealing our, my internet. And, and so (laughs) from that day forward, number one, he got me new internet and number two, I got a new phone. And number three, there's a rule in my house now starting at 3 30 PM on Fridays. If I I'm going live. No one is allowed to be on the internet. Is it, and what do we know what happened? Is it, what is that? I don't even know. I what, mean, does, it's no, we don't know. So I know here's amateur hour. I will go in my kitchen and have a zoom call one yeah. of hundreds and it's glitchy. But if I go in my bedroom and have my zoom call, with my big, beautiful pillows behind me, mm-hmm. it works because the modem's in there. Yeah, you're closer. Is that closer. a thing? Yeah, that's, that's a, a thing. thing. We have an extender, though. Oh. Like, there, there's an extender you can get, which we already had that when our disaster happened. Like, we already had the extender, all of that. Yeah. No, there's... You would think in 2020... Hello. ...that this would not be an issue. Right. And that I could have the speediest internet that I wanted yeah. when I wanted it. You do now, don't you? <laughs> Apparently, I do now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine after that. Oh, your heart. I mean, you know, that's the thing. I have a lot of ups and downs in what I do. Of course. Because I'm putting myself out there all 
the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think people just assume that I'm naturally good at that. I had to prep coming here. I mean, it's a podcast. It's not even my podcast. You're talking to me. Right. But I still had to prep this. And I told my husband, I go, I've got to get in performer mode. (laughs) I'm like, I've got to like put this other hat on. Um, and I'll probably like have a little crash time after this, you know, just like our event that Liz and I did on Friday. Mm -hmm. I feel like we were, you know, climaxing to that. Right. And then I crashed all weekend. Did you? Yeah. It's just not my natural thing. Right. Because you said that COVID has kind of been a blessing Mm because you're an introvert. Mm -hmm. And I look at your color. Mm -hmm. I would have, I read that. I went, no, you're not. Yes, you are. I am. And I'm telling you, I create the art and the products that I do to take me out of that. Because I have told several friends, I'm like, you guys, COVID has been great. However, when we come out of this social distancing thing, y'all thought I was weird before, (laughs) but I'm going to have to relearn how to interact with people, especially in groups and like all of that. I'm going to be completely uncomfortable. Um, and it's going to be awkward for me. I know it. I feel it all the time right now. Really? Yes. It's anxiety for you. It is anxiety. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And you've created such a little community. Yeah. We're going to have a big party uh, yeah. at my house. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, okay, I've got to drink she? a glass of wine before I walk in the room. <laughs> I've got to like give myself a pep talk. Oh, no. Yeah. So your clients that are not color. Do you have people that are not color people? I do. You do? I've done neutral painting. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. It's a different um, thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's more controlled. Uh, it's usually not as, there's not as, there's usually not as much movement. There's movement, but it's just more controlled. Right. Um, but I've definitely done it. Um, and I think that some people do look at my brand and think, oh, well, she can't do neutrals. Mm-hmm. You know, if I want a neutral painting, she's not my girl. But that's not true Mm-mm. because I've done several. Fake news. Um, yeah, fake news <laughs> for sure. I can do any color combination. Wow. Any. Yeah. So my sister-in-law, this is so interesting. If you if you walk in my closet, you see this and you see that and this and this, you know, the green I'm wearing today. I'm very color. My home is color. My sister-in-law's not. Black, white, beige. Like the whole house? Her house and her closet. Very, wow. very controlled. Very, very non-color. And it's funny because, yes, I'm talking about you, Sarah. <laughs> she, she, I will walk in with my beautiful Alana K blouse on and she goes, well, you're pretty colorful today. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. you know, I mean, she, it's just, it's not her comfort zone. Yeah. She does have some yellow shoes though. I did see some yellow shoes. You know, her. I did. Um, this was, I think two years ago I was at, uh, my husband's aunt's home in Colorado and I had William with me or just hanging out for a few days. And she was like, Oh, can you help me throw out some things in my closet? And, um, I'm like, sure. So we go to her closet and we're sifting all through it. I'm like, gosh, you have a lot of gray and black pants and skirts. You realize that, right? But she also had my skirts. And so it was this great photo. I took a picture of it because it was this sea of gray and black skirts and I shoved my bright skirt in it. Mm-hmm. And it was like that one pop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, yes, that is what I am. That is what my brand is. It is that pop of color, um, that, that bold, that different thing in a sea of neutral and sameness. Right. That is what Atlanta K art is. Mm-hmm. And I always say about your items, it's I'm wearing your art. Yeah, you are. 1,000% wearing your art. Yeah. I mean, in your bags. 
Oh yeah. my God, we talked oh, about bags. Yeah. Good grief. I mean, is that a, no. Is well, it- so you, I'm sure you saw what I was doing with my sale was, mm-hmm. you know, like even the wrap dress, you know, it's the wrap dress and the le- the Italian leather clutch, mm-hmm. two great items, but it's not the way people are living right now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, move through the inventory, even if it's at a discount and, and you know, one day I'll be able to do it again. But right now, it's not what people are doing. And so it's not that I don't love them and that people don't love them. It's just, I got to move through this stuff so mm-hmm. that I can do this other stuff that they are using and, and wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to get, you were just talking about tights earlier. Um, I'm really picky about my tights because they fall down. You know what I mean? Oh, I just, you'll love I, mine. Yeah. And I work out six or seven days a week and mm-hmm. I have your bra and I love your bra, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's, that's, if you nail the tights, mm-hmm. you got this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what's your favorite color? Do you have a favorite color? Hot pink. I Okay. Yeah. Hot pink. My other power color is like that, um, presidential blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks really, the thing, both of those colors look really good on me. Mm-hmm. And so when I put them on, I feel like I'm presenting myself the best and it like lifts me up. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to take you, we haven't talked about this at all, but I, we have a commonality, very mm. much common. You're from a small town. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How Shh. small? Come on, give it to me. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay, 3,000 people. Uh-uh. I won, people. Oh, how many? 1,008. Oh. Oh, God. Did you grow up there? I did. I did. All 18 years? I did. <gasps> yes, ma'am. And my brother and sister showed cows and Oh, yeah, I showed sheep. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were in 4-H. I was, and I lived on 86 acres, and like I was the sheep whisperer. I Iowa. You were in Iowa? No. No, no, no. Texas. You were in Iowa? No, no, no. Texas. 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 Where in Texas? Uh, Clifton, Texas. I know where Clifton is. Yeah. They have a lot of um, deer leases and like ranch land down there. So people from Fort Worth and Dallas have like ranches and deer leases down there. Not, 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 not Atlanta K. No, my parents still live there. And people always say they're like, why don't you go back? It's such a cute town. I'm like, because I grew up there. And not only did I grow up there, I grew up there in a different way than the people actually in the town grew up. Right. So I didn't live in the town. I lived 15 miles, actually maybe more than that. I don't know, 15 minute drive down country roads outside of town. And so in order for me to get to town, (laughs) I mean, before I could drive, I wasn't going unless my parents were taking me. Well, sure. And they didn't do that. Like back in the day, they'd come home from work on Friday and we did not go to town all weekend. That was not something we did. To town. I mean, I, yeah, to town. Yeah. I remember my mom telling me numerous times, mom, can I, can you take me to go see, you know, my friend in town? No, we're not going to town today. Oh gosh. I mean, it's 15 minutes and now we drive an hour to Dallas. Like it's nothing. Oh, it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have a love hate of the way I grew up. I mean, I love it because I know and can do so many things that most people I meet today have never experienced. I mean, I could wrangle a sheep if I had to. I could give a sheep a vaccine if I had to. I I could shear a sheep. I could, um, it's a thing people. Yeah. I can, I can do all the things I used to have to chase coyotes off from the flocks. And I used to, I mean, I had to, you know, once my dad shepherd, yes, (laughs) yes. Once my dad would go to work in the mornings, if it was lambing season, I remember he would say, Hey, before you get on the bus, I need you to go check 
you know, the mamas. And sometimes, you know, lambs were being delivered and like that, that, nice. that would, that was a thing. Like I had to do that. So yeah, yeah. I, I have, I have very interesting things about me that when, when you look at me, you're like, there's no way she knows anything about the country. Right. But I do. Oh, trust me. Yeah. And the thing about it is I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> No. And my sister and my brother and my father still live in my, in Wortham is my community. And I love you people. I love you. You follow me, you embrace me, but you, I grew out. Yeah. Of, and I mean, we, uh, 1008, when one light, um, I graduated with 14 people. I was oh, in the top 10. We had, now. we had 72 and I was in the top 10. Oh gosh. 72, 72. city stuff. I know people. it's big, <laughs> but seriously, you know, you just, my sister and my brother, my, they thrive in that, in the yeah. community because they, my sister's in the medical world. She, and my brother's in, has our construction, his construction company. And, but when I left, I mentally left. Yes, me too. I mentally left. I checked out. Yeah. 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 Um, and there's something about a hometown. So I didn't do the animal. My brother and sister did the animal showing at the Freestone County Fair. Yep. Um, and, but I was the one picking cucumbers, a whole field of cucumbers and tomatoes and blackberries. That was, you know, of course the chef part of me, but. How many acres did y'all have? Well, you know, it was broken up. It was okay. broken up in many sections. So we didn't live on one large piece of property. Okay. We had several pieces of land and my dad still does. He's a cattle oh. raiser. I mean, we cattle raiser and, you know, that was our okay. life. Here's a question for you. Did you pick rocks? Was that a thing that you did? Pick rocks. Okay. See, I think this is a <laughs> form of torture that my dad created. Okay. Pick rocks. People talk about when they were kids going to summer camp Mm-mm. and all these vacations they were taking. Sister, okay. please. Yeah. Do you know what I was doing? I was painting fences, getting ready for sheep shows and picking rocks. So my dad would give us five gallon buckets a piece, my brother and I, and he'd send us out into the pasture and not necessarily all 86 acres, but there were certain pastures that the sheep went in, right? And you rotate them because the grass, they eat all the grass and they got to go to the next one. Fun fact. So (laughs) things you didn't know, things you didn't know. So (laughs) we go out into the field, middle of summer. Okay. It's Texas. It's hot. And we would have to pick rocks. No. Yeah. And do you know that rocks come back? Mm-hmm. What? You think you pick them once and they're gone. No, they come back. Because your dad went out there and put them. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, to keep you out of trouble. I have never met anyone who has had to do that. No. And we did it. So the sheep's feet, um, rocks would get stuck in oh. between and it could, it could injure them and hurt them. And so that was, that's the reason why he told me that we were picking them. Okay. And so, and then my grandma, my grandparents lived on the same property as us in another house and she'd feel bad for us. So she'd come out and pick rocks with us. Right. And, um, yeah. So summer break, like I was like, can oh. we please have year round school? Because this is terrible. <laughs> you know, we were talking to a friend of mine the other day from small town talking about, we didn't start school till after Labor Day yeah. because Labor Day, because we were working. Right. I wasn't working, but, but we were, I mean, kids, children yeah. were working in the fields right. and that's why you went after, because when people say, oh, we can't start till September 8th. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's how it used to be. Oh, you know. We didn't do summer. Well, I did have drill team camp, so I did get to do. Well, yes, when I was a cheerleader, cheerleader. I would have cheerleading camp, but. Skiing? No. No skiing. No, beach? No beach. We went to the deer lease. (laughs) (laughs) 
be jealous, right? Yeah, we didn't do any of that. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. you know, it was just a different, but it was a, it was a slower pace. Yes. It was very a slow. slower pace. So see, fun facts about Atlanta Kay and Tiffy. Yeah, we actually, uh, my dad had my brother and I owning our own hay, um, not baling, but hay throwing. So like once it was baled, um, we owned the truck and then my dad and my brother would go out and drive and throw the bales onto the truck. And then I owned a piece of the truck. And so I would just sit at home and get like a nickel per, ba- per bale or something. Uh, that was also what we do in the summer. Always the entrepreneur, Missy. Yeah, apparently. Apparently so. That's yeah. how it started. Yeah. I know. I was reading this and I thought she didn't really specify because I, I get her. I get uh-huh. her. I was reading all this. It's so funny. I, I mean, yeah. Small town girls. Yeah. Should we sing it, Paul? No. Just a small town girl. I am not singing. <laughs> I did sing Liz Happy Birthday. You've got to keep you going. Did. You it, almost finished the sentence. Go. <laughs> I, I forgot what I was Just a small town girl. You do it for me. Living, Living in a lonely world. That's it. That's it. It's beautiful. Oh, man. Bravo. Yeah, Gold wow. Star. Look at her. She's just watching at me. You, just you got did the sing. golden buzzer. <laughs> yeah. You did sing to Liz. I did. I sang her happy birthday Last this morning week. in a voice memo. Um, oh, today. Yeah, today. Today's her birthday. Yeah, but I don't do that often. No, no, mm-hmm. I shouldn't. I should. I probably just lost, what, 100 followers? Yee! Uh-uh. But you started it for me, so we're all good. We are all good. What's next, sister? Oh, well, um, yeah, there are lots of things. I'm always, I'm, I'm trying to round out what I'm envisioning people lounging around in and embracing in this new style period. Because I do think that for the next couple of years, the way people dress, not only at home, but for work, because I feel like work is going to be different. It's going to be um, very open-ended and they're going to be able to go in if they want. They're going to be able to work from home if they want. And so what kind of clothing pieces and items do people need for that? Um, I want people to be able to lounge at home in my stuff or throw on a blazer and wear it to work. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, that just that, like, I'm just really trying to pay attention to what's happening in the world and, and design product and stay relevant mm-hmm. with that. But also, um, I have to scale, you know, I've got all this good stuff, but I've got to get more eyeballs on it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the name of the game. Right. Uh, and I know the stuff is good. It's just finding the eyeballs mm-hmm. and finding the right eyeballs exactly. that appreciate it and will love it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the name of the game. Networking as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, you have been fabulous. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I just adore you. you. Alana rhymes with banana. Yes, it does. That's a, Don't call her Lana, people. Come yeah. on now. Stop that. Yeah. Stop that. Okay. You are at alanakart.com. Yes. And your Instagram is? Alana K Art. Okay. Alana K Art. Mm-hmm. All right. And I had such a great time with you. Yeah, thank I have you so, so many much. ideas. I, mean, I know. Just, oh. I know. Go yeah, on. and we should talk about Starlight. Yes. It needs a good home. It does. Mm-hmm. I need a photo. Can yeah. you get it to Mexico, though? Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Oh. We can ship it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can ship it. All right. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please go to YouTube, rate, and review this. Watch us all these fabulous things and go to our Instagram, to Tiffany C. Blackman. And everyone, be safe, be colorful, and keeping fabulous. Have a great day. 